The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death! dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Aren't the droids we're looking for? Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Do my only help. Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I, 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 Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi, Sith, Mandalorians, and everybody else in between to another edition of the new force order for life podcast we are a star wars podcast now this is gonna be a little different show tonight we'll try to do a quick one that's what uh, she said i am one half of your hosts i am a professional wrestler Current heavyweight champion in two different promotions, tag team champions from a galaxy far, far away in Star Wars podcasting. I am the Greek god Papadon, aka GGP, the governor of Real Town, never a citizen of Leg Slap City. Most never of- a citizen of Leg Slap City. Most importantly, I am a Star Wars aficionado. And along for the ride with me tonight, it is the man who's wanted in 15 different sections of the galaxy for crimes that he will not divulge. Uh, di- divulge. No, don't intro. No, don't mess up my intro. <laughs> <laughs> the meatloaf. Bomb. <laughs> he is a, a man who's wanted in 12 sectors in the galaxy for crimes that he would not admit he committed. But the only thing that leads him to this crime is broken, cracked armor. Introduce yourself, sir. Oh, I am smarter to and be more technical than FX7, the god of stealing thunder. And the man who's, despite having cracked armor, uh, was able to salvage whatever I could and make it look as beautiful as new. Dr. Destroyo. 
Alex Arroyo. So I'm going to either call you Macho Man Alex Salvage, or I can call you Alex Cracks. So I'll be the crack. you be the crack? The crack. And hopefully it won't be on the back of my ass. That crack. Oh, I just saw it. There it is. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before Sharon comes into this podcast and starts stepping on Alex's dreams, yeah, I'm, she's I'm, a dream you know, crusher. I'm still, still working on things right now, so I got to ensure that she doesn't walk into my room because if not, it's going to be uh, you know, one-way ticket to the SmackDown Hotel. Nice. I would, le- I would tell you leave like some kind of sort of bear trap, you know, but... It's great. we're we're on the cusp of Rosh Hashanah, so she may be rushing into your room soon. So who knows? We were just celebrating the cusp of uh, you know r- rushing into my room. <laughs> All right, folks, we're here tonight. We're going to be talking about one thing and one thing only: vagina. No, oh. but you sold me a, a shitty bill of goods. So <laughs> something that's just as good. Episode um, five: boobies. Nope, not boobies. Episode 5 of Ahsoka on Disney Plus called Shadow Warrior. In one word, Doc, describe your appreciation or distaste for this episode. Uh, I am going to say um, (sighs) um, otherworldly. That's two words, you fucking idiot. I'm, I'm putting a hyphen between the two of them. Otherworldly, okay. I'm going to say this This episode was amazing. Ah, that's two words. Ah, amazing. Anyhow. Um, so, Doc, what did you think of the episode? Well, you know, we, we um, start off. With us, you know, uh, not not from where we left off. We start off with uh, Sabine and the girls, and nobody Sabine. cares. Sabine, wasn't it Sabine? No, it was Hera. She was looking. Oh, okay, sorry, Hera Sandil. You're right. Correct, correct. They they they're searching around for whatever remnants of um of Sabine and Ahsoka with uh Jason over there. Um, and I'm like, really, this is how we're gonna start this episode with the bullshit. Hold on, put put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. I'll tell you why. It's not bullshit when it comes to Hera Syndulla. Because at least every episode she's in, there's two to three shots of that Filoni. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Filoni knows what he's doing. Because yeah, he he's an ass man. Action. I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. <laughs> He's an ass man. Anyway, go on. Uh, hold on, I gotta put that in. Of course, that's what she said. Um, so we see Hera and her booty shots, which is amazing. Um, with her son, they're looking around for the uh, for the for the any remnants of where Ahsoka went, where Sabine went, blah blah blah. And they can't find anything. They're doing multiple passes on the X wing, on this, on that. And then Jason is like, I feel her. She's here. I hear the lightsabers well, crashing before, together. Before that, they hear, uh, what's his name? Hugh Wang. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Yang. Holding the, 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 um, the helmet. The helmet. 
on the edge of the cliff, and he looks all upset, distraught, saying, they never listen. I told them to stay together. Like a parent, every time after their their kids don't listen and commit some kind of tomfoolery or shenanigans. That's what it reminded me of. We're going. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, He is like the, uh, the de facto daddy over there. And then finally, uh, after he says, you know, I think I know where they are. They cut away to the the real action of this episode, where we have the stare down between Ahsoka and her master. Master, master. Exactly. Um, we get to hear Anakin call her snips a few times over here. Uh, I'm gonna let you take over because I I know you have already memorized this episode as to the the the, the verbiage that they spat back and forth between each other. He told her he's like, "You look old." She goes, "You look the same." He goes, "You look old." And he's like, you're here because you lost a fight. She couldn't remember at first. Then she remembers Skull, Balin's Skull. He goes, oh, you do remember. This is, then he's like, there's a chance. She goes, chance for what? He goes, for the reach around. <laughs> for my last lesson. I'm going to teach you my last lesson. Uh, either live or die. What? And he whips out his saber. That sounds a lot dirtier than I meant it. But the, 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 the shot... Of when he ignites his saber, it's the same angle when he does it to the younglings. Same camera shot, you know, that back shot where you get the and you see the tilt, and then they start fighting, right? And uh, she ends up hitting him with like a spin kick, and tells him, uh, "What did he tell her?" Oh, before before they start fighting. She's like, I don't want to fight you. I'm not going to fight. She's like, I've heard that before. Yep. Call back to Return of the Jedi when Luke told uh, him that. Exactly. Listen, Make I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go. Uh, play by play on this episode because, like we normally do, because this episode is so multi-layered with metaphors and callbacks and hidden meanings that. We could sit here for seven hours and discuss this episode, like some of these people who are reviewing it online. And all these people are saying different things, and they're all correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the, So question, Doc. World Between Worlds, do you think she was there, or do you think that was a, it was a vivid dream or like a vision in her head? Yeah, so so after I watched the episode, and because and, we had the whole, the, um, the whole, like, you know, uh, Spoiler or um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Potential plot leak where we, were, we heard that she was going to be in the world between worlds and she was going to face Anakin and blah 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 and maybe she'd be in the um in Revenge of the Sith. So you know, I'm walking in and after episode three, I'm like, oh, she's got to be in the world between worlds. But then as you kind of episode unfolds and when they wind up digging her out of the of the water. It to me was more of a question of if she's not there, then she's having some kind of like force stream or some kind of suspended animation thing because obviously she was under the water for a while. Um, how was she being kept alive under the water without any oxygen is a little bit beyond me, but that's okay. It's Star Wars. I'll deal with it. Um, I, I don't think she was in the world, which I think she was in some kind of fugue state, some kind of dream state that she was having this vision in. Um, you know, for whatever it's it's going to do for her in the future, 
I think mostly th- that's what it was. It'd be a little little complicated. I, I thought you remember last week I talked about the fact that oh maybe there's some residual energy there from when they showed the map and that's how they're going to get dragged into there. I thought that was going to be the case, but the fact that she at the end of the episode had to deal with the Purgles and 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 then jump into there as they took off into outer space. I think it's more so that she was in um some kind of like fugue dream state. So I, I don't think what she was seeing was actually was actually real. Which does it cheapen the whole experience? Mm. I don't know. What do you think? I I disagree with you hundred percent. I think she was in the world between worlds. Okay. Only because all right, so here's the deal. Here's, here's the deal. One, her body being in the water for so long, like you said, how did she survive? She couldn't. She would have drowned and died. So that's the first thing. She's, she, she's got two stomachs. That's right, Pop. Second thing, Jason heard the lightsaber fighting. True, so if true, there was true. a vivid vision or a dream, like a coma dream, how the hell is he going to hear her lightsaber true, true, fighting? True, true, true. And three, and this is a big one, when Anakin goes, I've heard that before, where she goes, I'm not going to fight you. How would she know about that line being said to him prior by Luke Skywalker? True, true, true. Where she wasn't there on the Death Star in the OT trilogy. We don't know where she was during the OT trilogy. Well, remember, she also spent some time with Anakin. I mean, with the Luke. Yeah, but... So maybe he told her that story. I don't know. Maybe. That's that that could be a possibility, but I don't think so. Um, so I personally feel she was in the world between worlds. Um, when she when she after everything was said and done with, and the water came up, and she got reborn or rebaptized, the uh, symbolism as, a, as Gandalf the White, as in Ahsoka the White, right? That's when her body comes out of the world between worlds, and she and she's in the actual water. Now, the big question is, how does she get into the world between worlds? Is it because she has uh, the essence of the sister in her? Mm. So she's able to transport there in dire moments um, because she's not 100% just uh, her Tartuga spirit, right? Is she a little bit almost like a demigod because she has... The sister's essence in her, or is there some kind of portal that was in the water that she fell through when she fell and hit the water? So there's a couple of answers that I mean questions that need to be answered. Yeah, but a lot of people are online complaining about this. I swear, Star Wars fans are the worst. You have the typical people that are just complaining to get clicks. Good job. But complaining to get clicks. Broke myself this time. And then people complaining, saying that they don't understand what's going on. Now, I, watching this the first time, got it right away. She, when he tells her, I'm going to teach you a lesson whether to live or to die, it's many meanings. And the one meaning is a actual physical meaning because she was in a coma in the water. She was fighting for her spirit to either survive or drown. Two, I felt like the the live or die was for her to either die because she's dwelling on the misery and the guilt that she's held on for so long uh, in the past because of what happened with Anakin and the Jedi Order. And she feels it's her fault. 
or for her to live and move forward and move past it so she could be the warrior that Anakin trained her to be. And that's why they went back to the Clone Wars. And they went to the Battle of Ryloth, which is her first battle she's ever was lead commander for against the troop. And they had a a young Ahsoka Tana. We, yeah, we get we get that. We also get our uh, uh, our Rex flashback. Yeah, we got Anakin in in the Clone Wars armor as well with dope, the short hair. Super dope! I would pop for that huge. Ariana Greenblatt is the one who played young Ahsoka. She's the one who played young Gamora in yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, she also she played got, somebody else too. She was Gamora, and then there was another character she played. She was in Barbie. I didn't yes, see Barbie, that's so. right, Barbie. There you go. She's having a good freaking run, this girl. Yeah, oh, she's she's all over the place. She's making some dough. And um, then they end up going into her last battle. So they went from her first battle, where she was complaining about maybe she doesn't want to fight, and goes, "Well, then you're gonna die." To the last battle, which was the Siege of Mandalore, which is the last four episodes of uh, season seven of Clone Wars. Yep. And Anakin was wasn't there. So when Anakin was in there, he even said this. He's like, yo, I don't know this battle. So if it was a dream state. Yeah, you know I, I don't mean? know this battle. I don't know this battle. Yeah. And uh, we saw some uh, Moldalorians. That yep. was pretty cool. He split one in half. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> she's like, she, he was telling her all about legacy. You, you know, everything I've taught you, you have within you. Everything that I am, you are. You're part of a legacy. Because he's trying to, to explain to her, you know, a long legacy from Yoda to Dooku to Dooku to Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan to... Yeah. And so on and so forth. Obi-Wan to Anakin, Anakin to her. And uh, and then she's like, yeah, but you became more powerful than anyone's ever imagined. And, and, and then basically told him about, you know, kind of hinted about, you know what, you really became a tyrant you know the dark side and he looked at her like come on like you're gonna hold me to that like you know what i mean like <laughs> come on that's what you're gonna pin me to you know it, it like, was a pretty it was a pretty funny look it was, it was but what, what, the question is was it a look of did i really or a look of like how could i not yeah good point and then he goes ape shit on her and oh and as they're fighting in this in the clone in clone wars you see him run to battle he starts warping from uh, oh, to Vader, I popped so hard for that. It was so awesome. And then uh, just that visual of him kind of like coming out, of lightsabers out, and all of a sudden, poof, flash, yep. flash. That was so same fun. thing so, that we saw so with well yeah, same thing we saw with um, Palpatine when Ezra was in the world between worlds. He was phasing back and forth from the old decrepit man to his uh, senator self. Um, then he's like, look, another I guess another hint that they're they're in the world between worlds as well, right? I guess. And then uh, he phases, he turns around. He's like, look, we got to start all over again. Just like, like when he was training her in Tales of the Jedi. Remember when she was trying to fight the, the clone troopers and every time she got shocked um, and she got knocked out or stunned, she got up again, again, again. Yeah. So you think they're going to do this all over again, but all of a sudden he ignites his blade and it's red. Yeah. And he got the Sith eyes and he starts talking like Vader. You lack, uh, what do you say? Um, not compassion. What do you say? You you lack something. Gives her a bit, starts hitting her with the saber. Kicks her into big Ahsoka. And then they have this big fight. 
he comes out, he starts flexing. You see the flex he did when he popped his shoulders when he walked right, right up there? Yeah. He was, was, like a little Brock Nesler. Yeah. rock. And then fucking a lot of people got pissed because uh, online they're like, oh, Ahsoka beat Anakin. I can't believe it. It's woke. It's feminine. Guys, the name of the show is called Ahsoka. He was teaching her a lesson. If Anakin really wanted to win the fight, he would have won the fight, I think. And, uh... Well, it's the, you know, it's the usual bullshit with these people. Oh, yeah. And she, like, at one point does this, like, weird move where she, like, goes underneath and grabs a saber from him and puts his own saber to his, to his throat. And yep. for a split second, she has Sith eyes. And for, she, she has this mean look on her face. And then she tosses the lightsaber. And she goes, I want to live. And then you see Anakin look at her, bows his head, turns into regular Anakin, and he goes, There's chance for you, there's a chance for you yet. So basically, this thing was a big lesson to for in my opinion, for her to let her let the past die, kill it if you must, right? Yep. Also, also because she feared. Everything that Anakin became, she feared like she was gonna follow the same path. She's never mentioned it, but that's why she was always moody and gray and hard on a soak on a, on Sabine. That she tossed a lightsaber. She could have went the full dark side. She didn't, but she pulled the Luke Skywalker, and that's when he realized, like, okay. You passed this. You've moved on. You've you 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 know, you've proven to yourself that you're not going to follow the same footsteps that I did. That you are not going to fall to the dark side like I did. Same thing like Luke did, and it's poetry. It rhymes. And then yep. Anakin says, you know, you you know, you there's still a chance for you yet, and disappears because the lesson was taught. She learned, and I thought it was just beautiful. Everything was so well done, well executed. I loved it. You got to look for the symbolism. You got to look for all the meanings and everything. Everything that was done, like when they first meet and they're on the on the platform. There's no the the road is like curving to the right where Ahsoka's standing, but where Anakin's standing, there's no road. It ends right behind them. And when he's fighting her, he kind of and he knocks her down into the Clone Wars and cuts the floor. He like backed her up where there's the end of the road type of thing. So that's kind of like symbolic as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of hidden symbolism that you need to look. They add so much texture and so much layers to the lore. It was just well freaking done. I, I mean, this was besides the ending. Of season two of Boba Fett, uh, season two of a Mandalorian, the Boba Fett episode, and the Luke Skywalker episode. Those were all great episodes, in my opinion. Some of the best Star Wars we've seen. Yep. But this is by far the best, absolute best episode, in my opinion. It was a banger. I mean, I agree with you. Like I said, I mean, just. I don't, how many times did you watch it already? Twice. Twice. I have to, I've only seen it once so far. I have to watch it again. 
I'll probably hit it again tomorrow with with G because G hasn't seen it yet. Um, it was well done, and it really, it really, really pulled on the heartstrings from a lot of different reasons. I think I think both uh, Rosario Dawson and Hayden Christensen really played played their their emotions off each other pretty well. Um, and you're right. I mean, it's just it's it's steeped with with history and with symbolism and with you know if you want to use the word easter egg which i know piss piss one of us off this week um i mean it's legitimately as deep as a deep cut as you're going to get in the star wars universe um and, and a masterpiece done by uh by dave filoni absolutely absolutely and hayden whoo he brought okay. his a game everything uh Everything from his saber combating to his acting to his mannerisms to his body language to the way they de-aged him. It was perfect. <laughs> he looked like he was in 2005 episode three all over again. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to pivot for a second, Pop. I'm going to though he's not here. I'm going to read you Spiro's. Um, oh, I was going to say that. Good. Good thing. I'm going to read you Spiro's opinion about this episode. Maybe an unpopular opinion, but we're, we're going to read it anyway. I wish he was here to discuss it because I think it would be a really good point counterpoint between the, the the three of us here. Okay, here we go. Unpopular opinion. This is he put this on Facebook. While I did enjoy the last episode of Ahsoka, I wasn't going to let Disney pull a Rise of Skywalker on me. Sorry, but they fooled us, and then they did it again. Nothing much happened in this episode. We, including myself, were fooled by the live-action imagery of Anakin in his cool armor pads and little Ahsoka fighting in the Clone Wars. With everything that has happened since Order 66, Ahsoka still hasn't gotten it, shaking my head. It was cool seeing her upgrade to her Gandalf, I mean Ahsoka the White Outfit, to symbolize she's smart now? What the fuck? They portrayed her as a stoic, battle-tested badass, then pull this shit. But we're idiots. We're like zombies looking at pretty fireworks. After doing the job, I chewed a scene showing how tough mentally and physically she is, ready for a rematch. But of course, the Anakin vision is a must, and I'm glad it happened. I would have used it for Master and Apprentice to resolve any issues. Ahsoka has been walking around knowing exactly what needs to be done and what the possible costs and sacrifices are. But of course, it's like poetry. And even if it doesn't make sense... We have to do this because fucking tradition. At least we didn't get Sabine in, in, in this, who, who I can't look at anymore because she looks like Ezra Miller since cutting that fucking hair. <laughs> what do you guys think? Am I being fair with my assessment? Just my opinion. I did enjoy the episode, which is really what matters, but we have to be aware of what that we really got. Nostalgia really does sell. Oh, the space whales are fucking awesome. I think he was drunk when he wrote that. I did get a little bit too much ouzo. First of all, to contradict his point, I see where he's coming from as far as being bait and switch, like we were all on cloud nine after episode nine. And then then, then reality set in, and we were like, wait a minute, that movie actually wasn't that great. Um, and the only one who called it for what it was was my brother Mario. And we looked at him with like he had three heads, like, what the fuck you mean you didn't like the movie? What's wrong with you? Fuck's the matter with you? You know? That's hey, Mario. <laughs> so You're a Greek with an Italian name. Yeah, right? So... This a lot happened this episode. Number one, we just proved that it wasn't a vision because if it was a vision, certain things wouldn't have transpired and Jason wouldn't hear it. We saw that Jason's force sensitive, so it's character development there. Name drop of, of, of Princess Leia Organa in the episode mm -hmm. on top of that, right? 
which is my my opinion. I think we're going to see them at the end of the episode. That's at the end of the season. Uh, that's just me. Um, we get character development with 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 Ahsoka. She goes from brooding. Uh, I hate you, mom. I hate my life. I'm going to stay in my room and go shop at Hot Topic. Ahsoka, right? To Ahsoka, that's the Ahsoka that we know. She's wearing white. Uh, she goes to communicates to the to the whale, um, like Dory from freaking Nemo. She speaks whale now, and then on top of that, Hugh Wang goes, "Yo, uh, this you know." Where, he, she goes, "Do you know where we're going?" No, we don't. I don't know where 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 we're gonna end up, but it's better that we're not going anywhere, right? So she's we're more. Going, we don't need roads. Pop. So uh, she's more optimistic at the end. You know, she's back to her old self. She seems she, very. She seems very centered. Yes. More, more mature after the uh, the issue that happened between the two of them. Yes, I mean, obviously, she had a lot. See, this is what we said earlier when we when, when the first couple episodes dropped and we talked about it that people are like, oh, her acting is wooden. Uh, she's too stale and boring. Well, there's a reason for that. Her master destroyed her whole entire. Uh, Group of Jedi's that she came up with. She left the Jedi's because she felt betrayed. She lost her master that she looked up to, her role model, her brother, her father, whatever you want to call it. And then realizes that he's a he is the big evil, the big heel, the Papadon of the Star Wars universe. And she has to fight him and gets her ass kicked in Rebels. And if it wasn't for Ezra pulling her out, she'd probably be dead. So that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. That all the kids that you grew up with as Padawans are now dead. And don't and don't you know, forget that, that you know her her friends aside from Rex um, turned on her. You know her her her. Oh yeah, order sixty six. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of shit for a person to bear on their shoulders. So this 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 was her being a reborn without dying. You know, Gandalf died in the. Uh, Lord of the Rings. And we know uh, Filoni's inspired heavily from Lord of the Rings. He likes it. But he did it in a way where she didn't have to die in order to be reborn. She just changed her point of view and realized that, you know what? It isn't my fault. And there was an intervention. And the intervention was from the only person that can help her see the right from wrong and center her, her master. And it was a force ghost. And it was in the world between worlds. Only question is, how does she get in there? Because we're only privy to people getting into the world between worlds through portals. So that maybe that needs to be addressed so people be more inclined to like the episode. But at the same time, who gives a shit? Exactly, who gives a shit? Do you want it to be the 90s where there's no Star Wars at all? Look what we just got. We got a masterpiece of an, of an episode. And from what I heard, next episode... It's going to be 46 minutes and 26 seconds long without credits. So I'm all for it because after after they find Ahsoka, she puts on her white outfit. Um, she, she Jason tells her, I heard the lightsaber fighting. She had a look on her face like, wow, you know, this kid is strong. And then she talks, uh, you know, he goes off into the ship. With uh, Hugh Wang, and he's like, Hugh Wang's like, can you train me? No. Can you teach me how to make a lightsaber? No. Do you know how to make a lightsaber? Yes. 
I thought that was hilarious. Wow. But and also Appa stole the show. He was hilarious. Yeah. He's like, what are we doing here? We have to go. His dad's a Jedi. He has special abilities. Okay. I guess we're gonna do one more round, you know? I would have popped food and like, okay, see you. Yeah, okay, then, no, 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 see you. Uh rebelling coming, see you. We get trouble. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, see you. What? See you up there. Come on, we're gonna go. That would be you know? great. They should have popped. I would have died. But um then Ahsoka realizes there's another way to get there. She uses that 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 force power that uh, uh, Quinlan Voss has. That, what's that called? Uh, something something imagery. What's it called? Uh, well, you can hear the shadows of the past. Not to like imagery. I don't know. I don't know. Some bullshit. She looks up and there's the whales. So they go and they talk to the whales. She talks to them and she, they hop in her mouth. He hops. She, oh, 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 hello there. Pepper grinder. <laughs> Pepper grinder. It's like uh, Doc and Sharon driving by the Dead Sea. Anyway, um, so uh, off they go to a galaxy far, far away. And yo, when the whales came up and uh, Jason saw it, Jason's like, Mommy, this is like the stories you told me about. The whales that took Uncle Ezra to a, a galaxy far, far away. So he basically said exactly what they say in the crawl. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. And Appa trying to buy time with the commander. That was funny. That was hilarious. Um, I, I'm dude. I'm psyched. I'm psyched for next episode. I can't wait till Tuesday. Um, I was psyched for this episode. I didn't watch it at nine o'clock. I ended up watching it a little later. But I stayed off the fucking net. Anything that said leaks or potential spoilers, I didn't click on. I'm gonna do the same thing for this next three episodes, bro. This this Star Wars needed this, and we should have got this with Kenobi. Ambulance. Well, it's, it's here now, so it's here now. So, in Filoni, I trust. I sent you that picture of Filoni just as a saint, as Jesus. He's a savior of Star Wars, bro. And um, I, I, for all the hate that this episode is getting, which is really not a lot, but these little guys out there trying to make the most noise so they can get clicks and likes. The usual assholes. Yeah, of course. A lot of people love this episode. Love this episode. And this is what exactly what we needed. Shadow Warrior comes from a Kurosawa film that George Lucas in 1980... Um, Produced, I forgot the name of the Japanese version that translates to Shadow Warrior. So, and it has so many meanings. Who's a Shadow Warrior? Like, I love it when they do uh, a multiple meaning title and there's two or three different meanings it, it can pertain to. Same thing with this. Would you agree? Yeah. Um, they've had a couple of good, but what was that? The, uh, the, the name of the first episode. Uh, the second episode, I'm trying to think, but it was that trouble and turmoil was the second one, right, or something like that. Yeah, they're like, like you know, yeah, no toil and trouble. So that's going back to like Shakespeare stuff they're talking about. So listen, he, it, it's Filoni is he's not a dummy. The guy purposely does things, purposely lays things out. It's not, it's not the, it's not that your typical Disney Star Wars where you know let's just throw some shit against the fucking wall, and make some dough over here, and see what happens, which is not. What's happening with him, though? So this is why 
you know, you could trust them. And 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 knock on wood, right now, I don't see any um, you know, any hint of uh, she who, who she who shall not be named, uh, lining herself in any of this over here. Like, you no, know, there's no uh, Power Ranger fucking space, you know, space space Vespas running around over here. Um, thank God. So so, hopefully. This continues, and we don't see any 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 issues that are going to pop through. That uh, you know, homegirl's going to start up. So, what do you give this on one to ten? I give it a. I'm going to give it an eight, and I'm going to tell you why. Ooh. I really I really love the 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 the, the flashbacks, if you want to call them flashbacks or the whatever the sidebacks. Um, but I'm but I, I thought the whole. Purgle thing at the end was a little cheesy. Really? I did. I did. The execution? Or yeah, just like her standing in front of the whale and then like, you know, the whale uh, and flying in the whale's mouth. It's like it was very like, all right, well, well we don't know what's gonna fucking happen, but let's just throw shit against the wall and see, and, and, and see where we're gonna go with this. It's kind of a little uncalculated to me. Um so I wasn't so thrilled about that. Seen it take off. I, like, I, you know, like I got something to tell you. With their whale fart <laughs> out the back door was great, but <laughs> you know, like I've seen that movie before. Yeah, <laughs> I give it a I give it a nine point nine. I really, really, really love this. Why episode. is it losing the point one point? Because there's no bailing skull in the episode, and there's no Shinhati. I want them in the episode, and I thought we could get a little bit more more Anakin. You know what I mean? The cutbacks, like what, more, you, more you, Anakin, um, you have messed me up because I didn't realize this, but during the last episode of Kenobi, when they were cutting back and forth from the fight to Riva, the mistake of the of the series to the fight to Riva to the fight to the Riva, right? And making that flow, an average viewer, it is what it is. Like I was just watching it with average viewers, like. Then you were like, oh, why do they keep cutting back and forth? And I'm like, ah, he has a point. It kind of kills the mood. So when I watch it again, I'm like, ah, he's fucking right, Doc. God damn it. So when I'm watching <laughs> when I'm watching this episode and they're cutting back and forth, I'm like, motherfucker. They're fucking Doc effect all over again. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that was also a little bit of a hinder on the episode, but that's real minor. But I wish we got a little bit more of Anakin. I mean, I really, the episode was like, what, 45, 46 minutes long, yeah, if so that. Far. So, I really thought the whole episode was going to be Anakin, but I think he's going to come back. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. That's the question. Do, do you think they're going to bring him back? I th there's a lot of things they still got to do with this episode and next three episodes. One, they got to go to Ezra. They got to bring him home. They got to find uh, Thrawn. We got to see Thrawn, right? Right. They got to bring him home. Right. We got to see the, the new galaxy, whatever is over there, which we'll see what happens. It is what it is. Um, we got to find out what happens with Balin and, and, and and Shin, rumor is, you know, people are saying online she's going to turn and kill him, and she's going to end up being like a, like a Sith, whatever. Um, we got to see Luke Skywalker. We have to have to see Luke. You think or so, Han huh? and Leia, something. There has to be some kind of breadcrumb that leads into this big movie. They have to be so, a... Listen, if so. this is all about the New Republic, you cannot have a movie... Or a series of shows, or anything regarding the New Republic, and not have Leia, Han, Chewie, uh, uh, Luke, and Lando not in the movie, or 
in it at all. They can't have side quests here and have everything about the New Republic and not have these main guys who are the aces for setting up the, 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 the four pillars, let's say, of setting up the New Republic, not in the, uh, uh, um, a movie about the New Republic. They need to be in it. That's what I'm saying. Um, couple things. Now, I heard a couple rumors. Do you want me to disclose them, though? Please, of course. I love rumors. Han's going to be in it. Olden Ehrenreich. Olden Ehrenreich Han. All right, well, remember before they said that, you know, we're not looking to recast anybody. So that's, I'm just saying, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. That's the first thing. Now, this takes place, Ahsoka takes place at the same time and in between time, parallel to season three. Of Mando? Of Mando. So when, when they're traveling in hyperspace... And Grogu sees the Purgle. Do you think that's the Purgle that Ahsoka uh, saved? And that's why he was so attracted to her, you know, because he felt her through the Force. It's quite possible. Ah, a little connective tissue right there. It's Someone mentioned possible. it online, and I went, ah, very interesting. But then on top of that, they also have to bring this whole thing home and connect it to what's going to happen next. There's a lot of things they got to do in three episodes. So it has to be faster pace and has to be good execution. And we need to see that we can't have Ezra and Thrawn just being the last five minutes of episode three. You know what I mean? Yep. That'd be cheesy. Because then everyone's going to be like, oh, they did it because they're going to do episode season two of Ahsoka. They're going to do the movie. Yeah, well, the problem is they're on strike now, which means that we don't know what's going to happen next. You know? Well, that's the fucking problem. So, unfortunately, hopefully that isn't the case. But, fingers crossed, I in Filoni I trust, um, but we definitely need to get a Luke. We need, we need certain things answered. We need to find out first time Luke met Ahsoka. How that happened... And him telling her that Anakin turned to the light and have a Anakin ghost show up at the same time while both of them are there. Break the internet, guaranteed. We need to find out where we gotta find out we gotta find out where she was during the OT. Cause this is a little bit of a well, I mean, I I, th- I think I think they are leaning towards that and we'll and we'll get that and we'll see what happens because like you said, I mean, it's it's an it's it's going to be a necessity because that's been the burning question in everybody's brain. We need to need we need more Rex. Having a, a guy in a, in a Rex costume and just having Tamar Morrison voice him, it's a nice little appetizer. But we need Rex, so we can't spend the next three episodes in this other galaxy. We could, but then we're not going to get Luke, and we're not going to get Hera because she stayed back. We're not going to get anybody from the Republic. We're not going to get Appa. Appa. We're not going to get Leia. We're just going to get what's in this other galaxy. Unless the other galaxy has doppelgangers. You know I like my doppelgangers. Double agent uh. theory. I doubt there's going to be there. Because, you know, I'll be real. Like, for example, what if Han Solo in the new galaxy is Alden Ehrenreich and the movie was his was really 
for that Han Solo in the other galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm. Who knows? What if it's a lift and shift? Mm. You know? Lift and shift? What's that? That sounds like uh, like I'm going to try it tonight. Like, uh, you know, she got lifted up and got shifted to a new galaxy. Everything that happened in this galaxy happened in that galaxy, but with different actors and actresses. So we get to see Lando as Childish Gambino. We get to see a new Luke and a new Han, a new Leia, you know? And we can get a uh, 7, 8, 9 on that galaxy. Maybe Maul's there. Maybe he's not there. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe Thrawn is running the Empire over they there. Don't have to, they don't have to do that shit to fucking they don't. restart it. They don't. They don't. But just convoluted, a theory. Convoluted bullshit. Just a theory. Um, but I do want to see where we're going to go, where we're going to end up. and Because obviously we're not going to get Skeleton Crew till next year. At least. It's supposed to come out in December. Now I'm hearing that's going to come out mid-2024, maybe late 2024. Who knows what's going on with the shitty Alkalite thing, and I could care less. Great premise, but unfortunately we got the woke freaking, you know, diverse and equity fucking express uh, running that show. It's going to be a shit show. So, I don't know. Anyway, anything else you want to add, Doc? No, that's it. I mean, this is, like I said, a great episode. I, I really want to see where they're going to continue with this. I have my doubts. Like, I know we want to see more Anakin, but I, I really don't. I think they're probably not going to do much of anything unless... Because um, there's just so much shit to throw in right at this point. And just, there's just, 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 just too much stuff. I think, we're, I think we've seen the end of the, uh, the Anakin thing. You don't think we'll ever hear his voice? Nothing? Maybe the voice thing, but I think I think I don't think we're gonna see him again in in in, in the show. I want a live Clone Wars uh, series now. That'd be dope. Everybody's that, talking about that. Oh, dude, it could be like the Lost Missions that we didn't get a chance to see uh, in the animated version. Yeah, easy money. Oh, dude. Woo! What? Oh my God! It'd be it awesome. Cool. Look, it looks so good. I mean, it's just like how dark was it? They were like fucking running out there. And- People getting shot all over the place, clones flying all over the place. It was, you know, as dark as, as you know, as Clone Wars was at times. It was wasn't as dark as this. Well, let me say this: someone mentioned online today. No matter what has happened in the timeline, we've never seen an Anakin or Vader versus Maul situation. But it could happen during the Clone Wars in the Lost Mission that we've never seen animated. Only in the animation, we only saw Maul versus uh, Kenobi. But if they did a live-action Clone Wars, we can get a Maul versus Anakin. Yep. We can get a live-action uh, Savage Opress. We can get a live-action... Um, what's her name? Uh, Asajj Ventress that everyone's dying to see. That would be dope. Oh, oh forget about it. It would be freaking amazing. Imagine doing a twelve episode loss, even if it's just one 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 season, twelve episodes. You could do three episode arcs, four episode arcs, two episode arcs, whatever. Telling a different story. We get to see Kefisto again. We can see Mace Windu again. We can see freaking Yoda again. You know what I mean? Oh, it'd be absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's uh, the as possib- they say in the business, uh, money in the bank. It's a layup. 
But that'll never happen. <laughs> well, God bless the Christensen Hayden. He's a real champion, Bubba. Number one. Wishful them, money over there, you know, wishful money. Let them know they can find you at. You can find me at Dr. Dr. Underscore Destroyo. D-E-S-T-R-R-O-Y-O Instagram. Alex Royo M to the Dizzle on Facebook. And Alex Royo. Sorry, M to the Dizzle on uh, X and then Alex Royo on Facebook. Find me at Greek God Papadon on Instagram and on X. Greek God Papadon. Oh, sorry. Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Greek God Papadon is the YouTube channel. Please go subscribe. Hit the notification bell, like, comment, all that. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Store, where you go your your t-shirts, your pop it on t-shirts. Pro Wrestling Tees. Pop it on t-shirts. Slash Greek God Pop It On. All t-shirts are designed by Alex Inspiro. True story. Um, you can find all of us together, collectively. Sorry, I'm drilling. I apologize. At NFO underscore podcast on X. Official New Force Order on Facebook. New Force Order on Instagram. New Force Order at Yahoo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor. Let us know what you think of episode five of Ahsoka. Let us know what you think of episode four, three, two, and one of Ahsoka. Let us know what you think, what, what you guys think may occur in episode six, seven, and eight by sending us an email to New Force Order at Yahoo.com. We'll read the next show. We still got to do the regular show. This was just a side quest over here. Talk about an epic journey, an epic episode of Ahsoka. God bless the day for Lonnie. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for giving us your ears. Thank you for giving us your time. Hopefully we entertained you, we enlightened you. But we do what we'd like to do the best. And that is get Star Wars more over with you, the fans. And not get us over on the expense of Star Wars. This has been another edition of the New Force Order. For life. And that's just too sweet. Into the mouth of a whale! The time has come. Execute. Fuck the execute. You make a felony, the number one champion in galaxy far, 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 far away. Because he is here to stay, baby. He's the real champion, Dave Filone. You, sir, are doing good work. Thank you, Yala. God bless Mr. McMahon. God bless the Dave Filone, the Jana Favoruro, everybody else. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, she a piece of shit, a brony. I put her in a camel clutch. I fuck her ass. I make her humble and tell her, I'm get out of here, you stupid bitch. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah.